Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bustin' Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host. Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. This is Boston Loose Baseball, episode 85. Alongside Toby Altizer, I'm Grant Paulson. The Nats put the finishing touches on their series in Milwaukee. Another good outing from Patrick Corbin, who threw six innings of one-run ball. Hunter Harvey's been awesome since getting healthy. Two shutout, couple strikeouts. Finnegan bounced back. He just hadn't thrown in a long time, so he gave it up the night before with a grand slam. But a 2-1 to win. Luis Garcia, a couple of hits, and two straight games with a homer for him in Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, looking at their win total now, you're at 66 wins, 84 losses, and not that many series left to go, basically two weeks of baseball left to go. And Grant, if they can't get to the 70 win mark, that's going to be a disappointment for me because I kind of already assumed they were going to get to 70 wins. So that's what I'm looking over the last two weeks. To be honest with you, the rest of it, obviously I care how people do, but I just need four wins, just some way, any way, just find a way to get four wins, get to that 70 win mark. So glad to see them get the win on Sunday against Milwaukee to at least get to 66. Totally get that. I mean, my eye line is still essentially on just the certain young players and their development, you know, more than anything, but I totally get why. And I'm with you. It would mean a lot to feel like you got to the 70 win threshold. Uh, last calendar week, Corbin, 12 and two third innings, three runs, a 2.13 ERA. Nice little back-to-back starts. Josiah Gray had a really good outing, finally. Six and a third, two runs, ten strikeouts against the Pirates. Man, was it good to see him turn that start in where, look, he hasn't had his fastball for several weeks. He's kind of avoided it and pitched backwards, almost like a, I don't know if the the term crafty righty is a thing. But uh, I know it's the Pirates, but, man, was it that was needed to see him have that outing, miss bats the way he did. That was a long time coming. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of nice when you see Patrick Corbin go out there and pitch like the guy that we once knew, right? I mean, this is a guy that at one point was a valuable pitcher for this franchise, and it just seems like sometimes we forget that. And then occasionally he goes out there and has a good outing, and you're like, oh, that's that's a guy that we signed for quite a bit of cash, and he can still get out there and do it a little bit sometimes. So it's good to see it, and hopefully, I mean, we'll see what his role is going to be next year with the ball club, whether it's sticking in the rotation, I'd assume, at the beginning. Maybe he gets moved to the bullpen, but... You know, it is nice to see just flashes once again of, all right, Corbin still has a little left in the tank. 
I'm looking over the last calendar week in the bullpen, and Robert Garcia has thrown the ball pretty well. Four games, five and a third, five uh, all of scoreless outings and five strikeouts, and 067 average against. I like what I've seen from Jose Ferrer. I like how Davey's using him. He's mostly making sure he comes in and clean innings and doesn't ask the kid to do too much and inherit runners. But three and a third shutout, four strikeouts for him, 100 average against. I mentioned how good Harvey had been since – you know, he came back and got healthy. Uh, Andres Machado has, you know, he's up and down all the time, but he's on what is a good stretch kind of arrow trending up for him. One run over five innings and four strikeouts without a walk. So I think that's been a big deal. The bullpen, you know, Jordan Weaven's last four appearances, four shutout, three strikeouts. They've really gotten their act together. And so late in games, they've been able, even when they're losing, to keep things respectable, or maybe more importantly, you know, when they are ahead to, to maintain some of these leads or, or just kind of stay in games. Yeah. I mean, I think you're seeing just as a team overall, that this team has hit a little bit of a wall as they come down the stretch here, the last couple of weeks of the season, because a lot of guys are going through this for the first time. So you're seeing them wear down a little bit. So when you can have the pitching go out there and hold the team to one or two runs that can help out an offense where maybe they can't string together lots of good at bats. The guys just seem to be worn down, but if you can get a couple guys to get across the plate, just scratch some runs across like they did on Sunday, that can be good enough to win some ball games. So if the bullpen can, you know, keep it together for the last couple of weeks, I think they'll get to that 70 win mark, but I guess we'll get to see it's, it is nice though, to see various guys just get things going in the right direction and hopefully finish on a good note. If you're wondering why they haven't been playing better or winning with some of the numbers I just gave you in the bullpen, they're just not hitting and they're not scoring. I mean, they got shut out a couple times here recently. Uh, CJ Abrams, three for his last 28 at the plate. He does have two homers, which is cool. Both of those in that Pirates series, but eight strikeouts, 28 at bats, just three hits, a 107 average, a 515 OPS. His last seven games this week. Luis Garcia does have the two solo homers as well, but he's five for his last 20. You know, the OPS is up to 868, which is good. Him and Dom Smith and Drew Millis, pretty much the only guys who have hit much at all. I and mean, it's not like Millis has played a ton. Obviously, he left the game uh, at one point this week, but he's two for seven. But otherwise, Lane Thomas is three for his last 31 at the plate this week. Does have a homer, but that's an 097 average. Jake Alou's two for 15. Travis Blankenhorn, 0 for nine. I mean, you kind of go all the way down the, the lineup here. Uh, you're hard-pressed to find anybody hitting other than Manessis and Dom Smith of the everyday guys. And I think therein lies the issue a little bit offensively for the Nats. Even Jacob Young, who we've raved about, who I love, by the way, uh, four steals and four tries this calendar week. But he is one for his last 21 at the plate. So, you know, this is what happens when you, you're playing above your head a little bit. You bring young guys up, making the leap, in his case, basically from double-A to the big leagues. You're going to be up. You're going to be down. And after what was a, a torrid stretch and really hitting the ball hard, he's now all of a sudden you know, hitting 225 with a 604 OPS on the season. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a combination of the young guys getting into the major leagues. They find a little hot stretch. Guys get some film on them. They understand breakdowns. They understand how to pitch these guys. Then you have to adjust off of that. And sometimes that takes some time. And then like I mentioned earlier, a lot of these guys are going through this for the first time. I mean, even guys that are veterans like a Joey Manessis, this is really the first time that he's gone through a full season with a big league club. You know, those sorts of things, I think, just start wearing on some of the young guys and guys are just learning to go through a full 162 game grind. And so I think it's a good thing for these guys because next year, 
hopefully you're going to build off this season. And if everything goes right and, you know, you have a situation like the Reds had this year where they're better than they were expected, maybe you're going to need to be winning these ball games in the middle and late parts of September because it might be something that means a little bit more than just getting to that 70 win mark. Maybe it's getting above 500 or even a wild card spot. You know, I think that's a little bit lofty, but it's something that could happen. So it's nice to see these guys go through it. Hopefully they can figure something out for the last couple of weeks because you'd like to at least end on a high note with how this season is gone. Because I think overall it's been encouraging for a majority of the guys. I think if you look through even just the entirety of the organization in terms of the guys that look like they're going to be, you know, future parts of this team. I think you would say that 90, 95% of the guys, you would say they're generally positive. There's very few that are negative. So, you know, it's kind of been a rough stretch for some of the guys, but if they can finish on a positive note, it's a, it's a really been a really good season overall. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Certainly has. Uh, in the minor leagues, we're going to do a thorough pod this week. Probably we'll aim to get it out on Wednesday night. Uh, I want to do a deep dive with minor league seasons ending on, you know, just how things went for various prospects. But the good news was that on Saturday, James Wood hit his 26th home run. And we've talked about his strikeout rate skyrocketing, being up around 37%. And it kind of climbed as the year went on. That's going to have to be cleaned up. You, you can't strike out close to 40% of the time. You know, that changes the, the eye line a little bit if you're going to be a, a high strikeout guy, which he wasn't really before this year. But hitting his 26th homer, spending much of his year in a couple of ballparks where home runs don't come easily, that, that is a huge deal for this organization. Dylan Cruz had two more hits on Saturday night, meaning eight for his final 17 at the plate and double A going into play on Sunday. Yoani Morales got to double A, which is awesome. It means that he's closer to the major leagues than maybe we anticipated coming out of Miami as the 40th overall pick. He had two hits, had a 412 on base at double A after getting elevated. Got another really good start out of DJ Hers this week. Six innings, one run, six strikeouts. Ended up with a 2-5 ERA after the trade to DC. Cut down on some of the walks. Really interesting pitching prospect. If he can throw strikes. He's got legitimate stuff. I mean, really viable member of the rotation type stuff. It's just a matter of throwing the ball over the plate, kind of like Mitchell Parker also in the system, who's also interesting on that same staff. And then I don't know what to make of this, Tobe, but Robert Hassel finished really strong. 11 for 27 at the plate, couple more RBI on Saturday. I was talking to someone with the organization, and I called it a tease. And they said basically, you know, further removed from the injury, whether it's a, a tease or not, kind of going into the offseason, the idea is it, it, it's really important and good for him, right? Mentally, you go in, you're hungry, you feel good about yourself, and you start building from that. So all good for Harrisburg on the final couple days of the season as they really got it going offensively. Yeah, and Hassel's one of those guys that I was talking about where I think that most of the organization, the guys that you talk about are generally positive and you feel like they've taken strides. Hassel's maybe one of the guys that hasn't. But he's been interesting this season because he's had, I can think of at least two or three stretches where 
it's been like, oh, okay, maybe he's figured it out again. Maybe he's getting things going again. Well, obviously, just to end the season here, he had one a, a couple months ago where I was like, oh, maybe he's starting to get things going and it'd be followed by a long skid. So hopefully, you know, a full season removed, he gets to play from through the injury. He, he's done with that. Hopefully that's put in the past. Next season can be something to grow with because like we've talked about before, this was a guy that was in the Soto deal considered the safest prospect. Like if nothing else, if CJ and McKenzie and all these guys didn't work out, if nothing else you found maybe not an all-star caliber player, but an everyday player in the outfield. And for whatever reason, it just hasn't been the, the case this year with Robert Hassel. So I would expect that with everyone talking about Robert Hassel in such a glowing way, but when he got traded as a prospect, I would expect that at some point he's probably going to get it figured out because generally when everybody's on the same player, it, at some point they'll figure it out. So we'll see what happens next season. It is a little bit of a tease going into next year. He'll have, like I said, the full season removed from that injury. So hopefully he can display some more power. Hopefully he can get back into just hitting the baseball and not striking out as much. I think he's still got a bright future, but I mean, the nice part is, with so many outfielders in this organization now, I mean, you obviously don't want guys not to pan out. But at the same point, they have a little luxury now of picking and choosing guys and hoping hoping that a couple of them pan out. Like if a Wood pans out, obviously Dylan Cruz, maybe Elijah Green down the road, Robert Hassel, even an Andrew Pinckney got to double A. They've got an abundance of outfielders, so I could give them a little extra time if things just don't get going in the right direction as quickly as they'd like.